Hey friends, welcome to episode number 13 of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. First of all, let me say happy holidays um, to all of you. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me this year. Really appreciate it. We made it to December. And today's episode is going to be kind of fun, I think. I hope it's going to be fun. We're going to go through all of the goals I didn't achieve in 2020. Because while this is the season of goal setting, New Year's resolutions, planning out all the big glorious things we're going to do next year, um, I'm actually taking my time with this. I definitely have energy and feelings that I'm carrying into 2021. I have my words that I'm going to be carrying into 2021, but I really want to look back. I know we're not supposed to, right? We're not supposed to look back, but I want to look back. I want to look at what I labeled last December as my big 2020 plans, which just makes me laugh because I didn't, I was so naive apparently. Um, but I had big plans. I had a lot of big things I wanted to do this year. Um, spoiler alert, a lot of these didn't happen for ma- various reasons, but one of them being very obvious. And I want to go through all of them and I want to talk about each one individually. And some of them are going to be very simple, like, hey, I couldn't fly. Um, but some of them are going to be a little bit more in depth. So this is going to be a fun episode. And then Next week, next week, we're going to talk about goal setting or as I'm calling it, the big scary shit that I'm going to do in 2021, because I think that's more fun. So let's get into it. Okay. You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks who want to grow a sustainable and impactful business on their own terms. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online marketing and business, one that allows you to lean into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, storyteller, Pinterest strategist, visibility coach, and CEO of Content Alchemy Marketing, a non-traditional marketing agency for creative business owners who don't want to compromise their creative integrity to make money. Get ready because each week we're having the messy, honest, and transparent conversations about entrepreneurship, the kind that's missing from the highlight reels of our social media feeds. And you'll learn how to create intention and connection behind your content marketing so that you can sell without selling out. We're uncovering the real stories behind what it takes to run a sustainable online business, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Okay, so I'm looking at this list in my journal. I started this journal, I want to say summer of 2019. And it's probably the most consistent I've ever been with writing anything down. And it's kind of fun because the latter part of this journal documents my business growth in 2020. But I found the page where I mapped out these big 2020 plans that I had. And um, yeah, let's let's look at them. So the first one is learn the guitar. <laughs> so, okay. A year ago, it was the beginning of December 2019, I actually reached out to a music tutor, guitar tutor in Nashville 
because I had this idea. I was like, look, if I'm going to learn guitar, I'm 33. Okay, I was 32 at the time, but I'm 33. And if I'm going to learn guitar at this stage, and it's purely out of fun and enjoyment because I love music, I may as well learn the music I want to learn. And I eventually came across a company in Nashville, Tennessee, who do online lessons and they actually lead with the fact that they want to teach you what you listen to. So it's even on their website, right? Um, I will link to them in the show notes for those of you who are interested. Um, And I reached out to them and they came back to me and then I didn't do anything with it. (laughs) It has been an entire year. (laughs) I did nothing with it. but a couple weeks ago, I reached back out to them to see if they were still able to, you know, uh, facilitate lessons. And they are. And so we're on our way. It took a year, but we're on our way to learning guitar. So technically, it's still 2020. So I actually did achieve this. <laughs> I technically achieved it. I just haven't learned anything yet. And I actually bought a guitar back in January. Um, so it's my birthday at the end of January 25th, put on your calendars. Um, and so my birthday was pre quarantine and lockdown. And that day it's, it feels like that was like the, the last thing I did before lockdown. It wasn't, but it feels like it was. And I think part of that reason was because it was such a nice day. I had brunch with my parents and I actually went to some music store, music stores to look at guitars. And I was looking at these like beautiful guitars and some of them were incredibly expensive. And I was just like, this feels kind of silly. I don't even know how to play. I don't, I don't know any, I, I don't know. I can hold it. That's about all I can do. And I just enjoyed being in the, in the, in the, um, store and and looking at them and there were some people looking and playing guitar and it was just really lovely and as we walked back through the city um to go and get some coffee there was this or there is this church and it's in this part of the city that's really so I live so I'm saying the city the city is called Norwich um in the east of England and there's this church in this really kind of cool, eclectic side of the city. There's a lot of independent shops there. Um, and I'd never noticed, like I knew the church was there, but I'd never noticed it. And what I hadn't noticed was that outside they had a sign that they had like vintage, they had a vintage stalls or market inside. And I was like, let's just go in here. So we walked in and as we walked through, it was this huge church, huge church. And it was just full of stuff. And it was really well laid out. It was really well presented, but it was just like, uh, you just imagine the vast size of a church full of clothes and homeware and jewelry and records and books and just everything you can imagine. Everything was secondhand. Everything was vintage or thrifty. And as we walked in, you kind of hit by that smell, that like slightly musty smell that you get in, um, in vintage markets and places. And as I walked through, there was this guitar sitting there. She is a she, by the way, she was sitting there 
and I saw her and I was like, she's my guitar. And I think I spent like 30 pounds on her and she was like super dusty and she has that kind of vintage market smell. Um, it was later I realized <laughs> half her strings are metal and half or steel, half her strings are plastic or acrylic. And, um, yeah, but she's mine and she's beautiful. And, um, yeah, so that was the big deal that day I bought my guitar and she still sits in my office and I haven't picked her up in many, many months. And I'm, I'm so excited for 2021 to start these lessons and to start actually learning because, I haven't played music in so many years and it's going to be really fun. So learn guitar. Technically we can check that one off, but I told you there was a story. Okay. The second one, the second one (laughs) is to do a boudoir photo shoot. That has not happened. Um, I haven't even really thought about it, but it definitely hasn't happened. Um, I would still like to do that. There's something very empowering about the idea of doing that. So I'd still like to do it. So if you'll know anybody in the UK who does, I mean, I could just look myself, but if anybody has any recommendations, let me know. Tell me. Um, the third one was to visit Dollywood. I was on this real Dollywood kick last year. It was when um, Dolly's America came out. Uh, I was on a podcast. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. It was an incredible podcast about, it's about Dolly Parton, but it's about how she has like transcended um, just genres of music and how people do love her across all, um, across the globe and in different, in different lifestyles, religions, skin color. Like she just has transcended this and funnily enough, there was a huge part about that, um, about the fact that she would not be political. And I think we've actually seen Dolly Pond be political a little bit a couple of times this year. So it's really interesting. 2020, surprising us all. Um, but yeah, I really want to visit Dollywood. Haven't obviously visited. I am very keen to go to the Smoky Mountains and I, it's, it's, we'll bring it back for 2021 right? It will be on that list. Go back to Asheville. Obviously didn't happen. Um, visit Hillary in New York. So I really hope that she's listening to this. Hillary is my friend who lives in New York city and she and I met through our very first business coach. We've been, we were online friends first and I went to New York for my birthday my 30th birthday in 2017 yeah 2017 and we met for the first time and honestly it was like we'd just known each other our entire lives and we've both she's been here and I've been back there and we had plans to go and visit and be in New York in April of this year um and I even actually have a little tick and it says booked because we booked it last Christmas and obviously it did not happen so that'll go back on the list. (laughs) Um, go to Toronto twice for work. Also didn't happen. I was apparently going to do a lot of traveling. I don't know when I was going to do all this. Um, didn't happen. We're going to Toronto next August, hopefully. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, hold my first retreat. This, 
This is a big thing. This is a big deal. So I went to a business event in Asheville in North Carolina. I always feel like when I say Asheville, I have to like really overpronounce the ah, because I always think people here always just assume I'm saying Nashville. Anyway, Asheville in North Carolina. Um, I went there for a business event back in 2017 and I fell in love with that place. I absolutely fell in love with Asheville. And I would, I would like to say that that event opened me up to some possibility. Um, I got very misguided for a while, but I think it was the first time if I'd known to listen to my intuition, I think she would have guided me in a really great place, but I didn't listen to her. But it was the first time I realized I was, I could be more than the stories I was telling myself that I actually had important stuff to say and that people actually wanted to listen. It was really fascinating. And many of you listening may, we may have actually, that was probably the first time we met. Um, I have many friends and even clients who I met for the first time at that, that business event. And I fell in love with that city. It was so amazing. And, um, there's always been something since then where I've wanted to host an event. I say a retreat. I don't know if it would be a retreat, but I've wanted to host something very similar for myself, not for myself, but for my business. And I was talking to my coach just recently about 2021. And I said, look, if we're allowed to, if I can, you know, if we can travel again and and all that kind of good stuff, I want to host my first event retreat, whatever you want to call it. And I'm actually, I I said to her, you know what? I'm going to host it in Nashville, (laughs) Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Because I've never been And I mean, if I'm going to host an outlaw event, like where else would you host it? So maybe Austin, Texas, that would be the other place to host it anyway. But that is very much on my heart. And if I can pull it together in 2021, I'll be really happy. I'm thinking the fall of 2021, probably late September into October, that would be a good time stay tuned. I've put it out into the universe. So let's see what happens. Um, but no, I didn't achieve that, but it's still something I want to do. Oh, this, <laughs> this next one makes me laugh so much to unpack. Go to the gym three times a week, even when I'm busy. Like, I mean, I just, I, I don't get excited about that at all. Um, for so many years, my health, I think even to some degree, my weight has been this like nagging priority, like a nagging thing that I feel like I have to prioritize in my intentions or my goals for the new year, even when it's really not been that exciting. And just recently when I was unwell, it was really interesting because and I'm still trying to like unpack some of it, but I, I got sick and I couldn't eat. I lost my appetite completely, which I never do. And it was almost as if this like weird thing happened to my body where, and also I think mentally where I just started afresh. Like, I don't believe in fresh starts and things, but it, it was like as if something happened and it was just like, it needed this, it needed to stop and slow down and 
basically when I started to feel better and started to get my appetite back, all I wanted to eat was vegetables and fruit. And I'm like, wow, that's not telling me that I was deficient in vitamins and minerals. Um, but it's just kind of carried on. And I feel like I'm making really great decisions around my health. I'm still making sure that I get my rest because I still feel really tired. Um, and I'm making sure that I'm looking after myself. And that doesn't mean following the freaking rules. I'm so over forcing myself to do things because I think I should. Like, and I don't mean not moving my body, right? When I feel capable of going for a longer walk and, you know, prancing around in my conservatory to a a dance video or whatever, then I will. But I don't feel like I can right now between wearing a mask and still like coughing and just trying to like recover. It's, it's, I'm taking my time. I'm being kind to myself, but in the meantime, I'm learning these other great habits and I'm really channeling or I'm being really intentional in other ways. And yeah, this is probably the first time in a long time, probably five years that I'm going into a new year without this like desire to manipulate my body or just, yeah, I'm just like going with the flow, going with the flow. Um, okay. Oh, okay. I was, (laughs) I nearly missed one. So this one says, welcome 100 new members. So obviously that's into my membership. And it's funny (laughs) because I wrote a question mark next to it and then put why. (laughs) And, um, I knew I was like calling myself out on my bullshit. Why? Why? Because I, I don't know why. Why? Because doesn't that seem like what everyone tries to do when they start a membership? I'm actually planning an episode for early January where I'm going to talk about membership models because I've had a membership since 20, <clears throat> 2018. And um, I have some thoughts around the membership model and, um, it will all become clear in that episode, but yeah, a hundred new members. No, like I've written why, and I don't know really why, but what I do know is that that's not, that's not my truth. I don't want to have a hundred. I don't want to have to try and facilitate a hundred people in a group that feels like a lot of, a lot. It feels like a lot of energy on my part. And as an introvert and as someone who wants to be available for people, I can't be available for a hundred people at once. So I didn't do that probably because I didn't really want to, if I, if I really wanted to, it probably would have happened. Um, the next one is create and sell a planner. Let me tell you, (laughs) creating and selling a planner is, it's a similar journey to this podcast, which brings me hope (laughs) because I got here eventually. Um, creating and selling a planner is very similar to this podcast. I have wanted to do it for a while. I have known I'm not ready, right? I've had many ideas about what that planner could look like. I've even like created some myself in Canva and had my husband print them. And then they've just not felt right. So incidentally, I do actually have an idea for a planner, um, that may well come to life in 2021. So didn't do it. 
because it wasn't the right time. And I, I do generally believe that I wasn't ready. It wasn't the right time. Um, it will happen when it needs to happen if it's supposed to. And I would like to do it, but I have a, a really great idea for one at the moment. So that may come your way in 2021. Okay. This next one is to write a song. I have a stupid smile on my face because I feel like so, <laughs> that feels really uncomfortable to say that out loud, to write a song. I actually started a song. I'm not about to read it to you or sing it to you because it's quite personal. Um, but it's in the back of this journal. I actually started it last December. So yeah, we can take that one off. That did happen. Um, okay. We're getting into some more kind of feelings and things. Um, learn hand lettering. I started that. I haven't done it in ages, truth be told, but I did start it and I did buy like the pens and a couple of books off Amazon. And i just really love that kind of stuff. It feels very relaxing to me. So I may, I may do some over Christmas, but yeah, um, I haven't picked it up in a while. Oh, this one is like super vulnerable. Um, learn how to manage my fears. Learn how to manage my fears. Well, like I literally just got chills saying that out loud. Um, learn how to manage my fears. I think that's very complex. Did I manage to learn? Did I manage to learn? Did I learn to manage them? Yes, to a certain degree. Um, did my fears change exponentially this year? A hundred percent. I think um, when I talk about my fears, um, I ha- I suffer with health anxiety, so I I can panic at the smallest thing or what many other people may consider to be, you know, a very small thing or something that can be rationalized. My brain goes into this like irrational train of thought and panics and goes to kind of worst case scenario. And there is a story behind why that happens. I'm not going to share it on this episode and here's why, because I think it is an episode in of itself. And it's probably an episode, it's an episode an independent episode is also an episode that requires a trigger warning because it could be very triggering for some people. And I don't want to just suddenly spring it in the middle of this episode. So I will record an episode about it. Um, when I feel ready, honestly, there's a lot of that coming up right when I feel ready, but managing my fears, especially my health anxiety, that was a really, I'm going to talk about that because that was a really interesting thing this year. And I've talked about this on Instagram. It's like, my health anxiety, I've always, I felt quite alone by managing or dealing with it on my own. It feels very lonely because, you know, when you talk about health anxiety, that's one thing. But when you talk about it in the sense of like hypochondria, I think people are quite judgy about that because to people who are able, who don't have that particular fear, they don't understand it. And, you know, that's the same for all of it, right? Um, it's about being willing and able to understand or at least empathize with things that we don't struggle with ourselves. Um, so my journey of health anxiety has felt very lonely and I'm very fortunate to have people in my life who are able to help me work through it. And there is, you know, I've, I've used meditation to help me through it. Um, and that's been really supportive. Then this year happened, 2020. 
And I suddenly didn't feel so alone because with the global pandemic happening, the entire world was experiencing this thing. And it was so much bigger than me Um, and everyone, especially in the beginning, I feel like not so much later on in the year, but especially in the beginning, a lot of people were afraid. A lot of people were, we couldn't see it. We didn't know what it looked like. You know, we didn't, we we were, were so new. There was so much rubbish out there. So many myths. Um, and so selfishly, I wasn't alone anymore, right? Selfishly, I wasn't alone. Everyone was freaking out. Everyone was panicking. Everyone had this anxiety around this illness. I certainly felt anxious about the pandemic, but it was really different. It was a really different feeling and it was really odd. And, and I think throughout this year, I have been surprised by myself. I've been, I've surprised myself in the way in which I was able to manage these fears and, and manage those things. So, you know, yes, I did, but it also looked very different. Right? I definitely learned how to manage them, but this whole year has taught me a lot of, taught me a lot about myself. It's taught a lot, taught me a lot about how I need to look after myself in various ways. Um. Okay. So the next one, this is this should have another one of those things where it says like why and a question mark next to it, but make thirty thousand dollars in my business. I'm surprised by that. I, I feel <laughs> I'm surprised that was such a like realistic income goal. Um I I'm guessing I don't know why it's in dollars because I live in the UK, but I'm guessing I have probably hit that goal. Um so when I talked a couple of episodes ago about six figure businesses, you know, that's what I mean. I'm not I made five figures this year. Um, I'm not a six figure business and it's okay. It's great. It's fine. I love my business the way it is. Um, okay. Be debt free. Yeah. <laughs> that one, not so much. Um, we're getting there. We're getting there. There's those big, those big investments that I made early on in my business for coaching. I'm still paying them off. Right. Isn't that a great conversation? Um, I've been in business five years and there are still coaching investments I'm paying off. It's crazy. Start a podcast. (laughs) Well, we know I did that. We know we could tick that one off. That definitely happened. Um, Oh, my coach would be so proud of this one. Ashley, if you are listening, lean into the joy and experience my life fully. Um, I'm really surprised by myself for writing that lean into the joy and experience my life fully. That feels, that feels like something I would write now. It doesn't feel like something I I would have written. I mean, I did, but it doesn't feel like something I would have written a year ago. And especially because what I've learned this year is I didn't really know what my joy looked like. I didn't know what being joyful looked like in my life or felt like. I didn't know how to lean into my joy. And I actually have been working on that for a few months now. And I have discovered like little places of joy. Um, 
sitting in my office. I have this sofa in the corner of my office. Um, and you know, like getting super cozy and just like lighting my candles and my salt rock lamp and putting the radio on, like that is my joy. Playing guitar, I know that is joyful. I just need to actually get around to doing it. Drawing, hand lettering, like so many of these things I wrote down on here are actually part of my joy. And then I haven't actually leaned into it this year. And I get why. I know that it's because homeschool, pandemic, lack of schedule and routine, not having any real time to myself for many months. Like I'm a real, I'm, I can be kind of extroverted, I think in certain situations, but I am an introvert. I am an introvert. And so for, you know, a long time, I didn't have that time to myself to just kind of sit quietly, even just having people in the house. It was like, I just, I know they're there. I know they're there. I can't be alone. And I certainly take that for, so certainly took that for granted before. And I'm now very, I'm, I'm able to lean into that joy. I'm able to, you know, have gratitude for that. But yeah, leaning into my joy, it's really funny because that is something I've been working on now. And it's been something I am starting to realize where my joy comes from, how it's actually available to me every single day you know, going and walking to this like coffee shop in my village and getting a coffee if I want to, like having that choice. And it's been the hardest thing this year is just like a lack of choice. I don't really go out, but I had a choice if I could go out. And that's, that's those things, just being able to choose and, and do some things that you really love, but you can make those choices all the time, right? You could choose to be joyful. Um, it is available to us most of the time we just don't see it because we're we're, we're too busy and we're so focused on what we have to do rather than asking ourselves what we need and what we want from our day or our week. I look, sometimes we have to just get on with it, right? Sometimes we just have to buckle up, get on with it and do the things that we need to be doing. But yeah, out of all of these things, if there's one thing I would pass on to you, like try to, if you don't know, figure out what your joy is. Like figure out what brings you joy and how you can do a little bit of it every day. Um, and then experience my life fully. You know what? In the strangest possible way, I feel like that happened this year. And that sounds crazy. I know, but I do feel like I got to live my life fully. I just think it looked very different. You know, I think it was living my life fully at home with my family, living my life fully in a very different way. And that's okay. We've all learned stuff. And so I do feel like that kind of happened. I feel like that is part of my 2020. It just looks different because I think what's so important is carrying forward into the next year. And and as things start to change, the fact that I can live my life fully, even if I'm not traveling because the huge part of the beginning part of that list was about traveling was about not being in my home and being in other parts of the US and what I've learned is that you can live your life you can experience your life fully without traveling you can experience your life fully being at home with your loved ones and even in the most difficult times like you learn to adapt and evolve so yeah very reflective. I think this, I I hope that this has been really fun for you guys to go through this. It was definitely fun for me. Um, 
And, you know, with regards to, like, let's talk about this, right, in relation to goals, because this whole episode has been about things I didn't achieve. And there was a lot of goals that I set for this year that I haven't achieved. And many of them are, for obvious reasons, out of my control. Um, I actually think a lot of the things I didn't achieve, if I'm really honest, I bet I wouldn't have achieved them even if COVID hadn't happened. And that's really hard to look at it and say, you know, I wrote down all these things that I said I wanted to do. Would I have actually achieved them if COVID hadn't happened? Who knows? Um, but as you're looking at this year and you're reflecting and deciding what energy you want to take into 2021 and what you want to leave behind, you know, just remember that reflecting back is not a bad thing. Looking back at this year, looking at the good, the bad, everything in between the silver linings and the things you didn't achieve like, it's okay. It's okay that we don't achieve our goals. It's okay that we don't get to tick things off. Like, it's honestly okay. And you can try again next year if you really want to. Like, that's also really important, you know, looking at those things that you didn't do this year and saying, do I actually want to do that next year? You know, do do I think that is feasible, realistic? Do I think it's possible? Can, you know, is it something that's still important to me? really important, right? Those are really important questions to ask ourselves. Like, do I still care enough about this to put it on my list for next year or put it on my, my vision board or however it is you set your intentions and goals? Um, I'm really excited to look at 2021. I do have big plans. As I said, next week's episode, scary shit that I'm going to be doing in 2021. And as we are heading into this holiday season, I know it kind of always looks a little bit different for us. For me and my family, it's kind of, it's this like week of, um, slight boredom. (laughs) So I know that I'm going to be spending this time probably hand lettering, maybe practicing guitar. I'm going to do all those things I haven't done this year in the next week. (laughs) So technically I can stick them off, but I'm going to be doing a lot of those things. Why? Because, I have the time. And here's the thing, isn't that the lesson that we need to take? Like make the time for the things that bring us joy. And um, yeah, and I'll be getting ready for 2021. The big things I want to be doing in my business, I'm going to be sharing with those with you in next week's episode. And like some of them have to do with this podcast. And I've already mentioned some of them in today's episode. So I'm really excited and I cannot wait to share that with you next week. Um, If this week you're taking some time to reflect, come over to Instagram, say hello, come into my DMs, come and look at the post. We're going to be talking about goals we didn't achieve all over the next week on Instagram. Um, so come over and say hi, and let's talk about the things you didn't achieve. Like let's celebrate the things we didn't achieve and let's be really honest with ourselves about whether we want to do it next year. Okay. Happy holidays. I hope you have a wonderful break over the next couple of weeks if you are celebrating or not. Um, and I will see you next week on New Year's Eve for another episode and, um, some scary shit that we're going to 
we're going to create in 2021. Have a great holiday season, guys. And I will speak to you very, very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws. 